Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Tuesday, May 4th. Hard to believe uh, that May is here. So, uh, you know, we ended up the, the month of April. We'll talk about that a little bit more when Dave joins us up next. Uh, before we do, though, let me just remind you, I know it's been a couple of days since I talked to you, um, that there's only one thing that any of us can control within our portfolios, and that's the amount of risk we have. And so the question becomes, do you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio? And if not, then it's important that we figure out what your risk number is and how much risk you have in your current portfolio. I hope you'll join me one day and, uh, and we can talk through that process. All you have to do is give us a call at 863-382-0037. And Bonnie Tyler there. They call me Morning Dave. It's 8.39 now, 21 before 9. And it's time to check in on money and see how your retirement funds are treating you this morning. If you're getting close, this junk's critical. If you're not close, it's even more critical because it gives you the chance to plan ahead and have a fruitful retirement. Let's check in with Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services and see what's going on this morning after a day off. Phil, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing well today. I uh, enjoyed a little downtime this weekend, uh, but hitting the saddle hard this morning. And uh, it was a little bit of a mixed day yesterday, huh? Yeah, it actually was. Blue chips had a pretty darn good day. Dow was up by seven-tenths of a percent, 238 points is good even at these numbers. Standard & Poor's up by a little under a third of a percent. NASDAQ kind of was off by a little bit, and I suspect that's uh, kind of the syndrome you and I were talking about on Friday. The expectations are for just about perfection when these companies report their quarterly earnings. And if it isn't perfect, we pretty much hit them in the face with a two-by-four, don't we? Well, that's true. And I'm looking at kind of the monthly return numbers, and it looks like everything ended up up for the month. Um, the Dow was up uh, almost 3%. NASDAQ was up 3%. The, uh, the S&P 500 actually up about 4%. So um, for the month of April, things look good. The question is, are we are we taking some money off the table because April was so good? It could be. I, there was a tidbit that I shared with folks yesterday that one of the economists was saying that our multiples on our markets domestically are the highest in the world right now, which kind of gives you the pause that, well, we're expecting great things, but by gosh, the great things better happen or we could be cruising for a bubble, couldn't we? Well, and that's true. I mean, we've seen some some major um, bounce back from COVID last year, which was, as you and I talked about a lot last year, it, you know, just it's hard for our mind to comprehend what it did. Um, but but it did. And so the, the question is, can it continue? And at what point does it take another pause um, like the NASDAQ did earlier this year and kind of regroup itself? Yeah, it isn't necessarily a bad thing to have things correct, but at the same time, if you don't expect it, being prepared for it is a darn good idea. And yeah, we got a little bit giddy, and the run-up on the indexes has kind of indicated some optimism that we're going to come back, but something you brought back time and time again, especially during the COVID depths, 
was that the absolute numbers these companies are posting still are in recovery mode. Last year, we may beat expectations, but the numbers absolutely were down. Well, now we've got a year worth of growth to make up. So consequently, optimism is one thing, but eventually the company's got to turn in the absolute profit and loss numbers that they're, you know, that, that, that show improvement as well. That's right. That, and that's what everybody expects, right, is that we should see some, some improvements, um, definitely quarter over quarter. Uh, sometimes I think they get a little too excited about those improvements. Uh, yeah, and that's the, that's the concern that the columnist I was quoting was talking about yesterday. Macroeconomic indicators, there was only one thing, and it was a construction spending number from yesterday, showed the right direction, but not the volume we expected, I gather, huh? Well, that, that's true. I mean, we were looking for um, almost 2%, 1.8% uh, growth in, in construction spending. It came in at two-tenths of a percent. So not, uh, not really in the ballpark of what was expected. However, it was better than the previous uh, period. So that was good. Yeah, we were living through a really, really bad weather period from a month ago, and I think we might have had some expectations for a little bit faster recovery than we expected. Again, we always have to remind folks, data points are data points, and unless that happens a couple, three months in a row, we really don't have a trend yet. But still, it's a chink in the armor, at least as far as the optimism, and it might be at least one of the contributing factors to giving us kind of a soft day today. Well, that's true. And uh, coming off of yesterday's mixed bag, um, it, it could just continue to add to that, um, you know, a little bit of unknowns. And, and maybe I need to take some money off while it's up here at this level and see what happens. Absolutely. I mentioned yesterday it was a barn burner report day yesterday, but it makes uh, today makes yesterday look downright minor league. I'm showing 361 quarterly reports coming out from publicly traded company. I guess we can probably call this the uh, the absolute meat of earnings season, can't we? We are definitely there. This week is a lot of stuff coming in. And, and so we uh, went through and picked a, a handful of, uh, of names that we should all pretty much recognize, I think. Um, let's hear it. So let's start with CVS Health, right? The drugstore. Um, they've obviously benefited from COVID-19, given the vaccine has increased the traffic through their stores. And so they've seen higher sales volumes uh, across the board and they beat uh, by, by over 30 cents a share at 204. And so uh, they're trading up this morning, not as much as they were. They've been up as much as 3% this morning, Dave, but right now they're up 1.3%. Um, but it's a new 52 week high if it can hold. Cool. That flattened out a little bit. I had him just under three on my delayed quote. So a little bit of the bloom is coming off that rose. Yep, it did. And so then we've got the iRobot, you know, the, the little mini robot that runs around on the floor and sweeps up for you. Um, yeah. It had a it's, good quarter. It had a good quarter. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, they so they made 41 cents a share. Um, they were only expected to make like nine cents a share. So a really big um beat when it comes to that part and they beat on revenues as well um however um they're getting beat up pretty bad this morning on concerns about shipping and again kind of supply chain issues cost of some of those components uh coming in from from overseas they're down right now by almost 11 percent Dave that's a big drop Ouch. I got to assume they're going to be one of those companies that's going to be kind of sensitive to the chip shortage. 
I would think so too. I definitely would. Um, and I think they probably benefited last quarter from um, stimulus checks, right? Hey, you got a little extra money to burn. Why not go buy an iRobot? You know, so I, I think that that could be uh, what helped them this quarter. I was kind of thinking the same thing. That is the ultimate luxury item, a robot vacuum cleaner. And I got to believe that that was some of it is, hey, honey, I got $1,000. Let's buy one of those robot vacuum cleaners and see what it's like. Exactly. So, um, hey, we talked about CVS. Um, along that same line, we had Pfizer reported. Uh, they beat by 16 cents a share, came in at $93, not $93, 93 cents a share. Uh, revenue, uh, I mean, you can imagine was above uh, forecast and they raised their full year guidance because of sales of the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, now, the other thing about Pfizer that came out this morning is that they are going to the FDA for a full approval of their COVID-19 vaccine, not just an emergency approval, but a full approval, um, which you and I were talking about before we went on there, that that could be really good. That could calm some fears of people who feel like the emergency um, uh, exception was just kind of a, a fourth trial, if you will, um, and not a full uh, approval by the FDA. So it will be good for that process to go through uh, going forward. And they're up a little bit. They're up about uh, nine-tenths of a percent this morning. Cool. The other item on Pfizer's news is they're expecting anyway to get permission out of the FDA to uh, vaccinate teenagers this week as well. That'll help Pfizer and obviously maybe remove some more concerns about the vaccines as well. That's true. And that's um, that's another that will definitely increase the, the, the number that we're looking at. Right. Because, I mean, I think I heard this morning that basically, you know, about 50 percent of the people have gotten vaccinated. The problem is the other half don't seem to be interested in getting vaccinated. So um, that's um, that's going to be an educational issue they've got to overcome. Um, so uh, got a couple more for you. Got Under Armour. Uh, we haven't talked about them much lately, but they were in the news quite a bit several years ago. Um, mm -hmm. They uh, they reported 16 cents a share profit, uh, three cents above the estimate. Uh, revenue was also above forecast. They raised their full year guidance also um, as things continue to uh, to open up. Now they did have a little flying ointment. Um, they agreed to settle. Um, about a $9 million um, penalty or fine to the SEC. And so uh, they're trading down about 2% this morning. Woo, that's a change from my pre-market to something new came out in time that just the delay on my quotes. <laughs> that's right. So then uh, the last one I'll leave you with today is Avis budget. So the rental mm -hmm. car company, they lost 46 cents a share, which, hey, we would expect them to have a loss for the quarter, given travel is still down. Uh, but it was a lot less than expected. I mean, analysts were expecting like over $2 in loss for the quarter. So um, really, uh, I, I think that's that abides well for them. Um, their revenue beat Wall Street expectations as well. Uh, they've seen some demand increase. Uh, and because of that, they've been able to, to get a decent price. Uh, for their their rentals. They're still trading down, obviously, because of some other pressures, down about 3.1% this morning. All righty. Resetting the table for the morning. Blue chips up, high techs down. That would be the short version of what happened yesterday. Uh, not a monster move in any direction except for the Dow, which was almost a three-quarters of a percent gain for the day. 45 minutes before we over this morning, we kind of alluded to it, but it looks like things are kind of turning red on us. 
Yeah, I'm going to say they're definitely in the red this morning, Dave. Uh, no pink today. It's it's all red. Uh, we got the Dow down a, a little between four tenths and five tenths uh, of a percent. Uh, we got the the uh, S and P 500 down almost six tenths of a percent, and then we got the Nasdaq down almost um, or rather a little over eight tenths of a percent. The Russell 2000 is not helping any. It's down three quarters of a percent. So. Everything on the index side is definitely uh, heading south this morning. Uh, maybe something will happen. We can rebound a little bit. On the commodity side, we do see silver up a little over a tenth of a percent. Gold's down a quarter of a percent. And Dave, I, I thought you'd do a better job yesterday than this, but crude oil up 1.25%, one and a quarter percent, $65.29, Dave. Come on, you need to you need to start doing something about that. I was I was groaning about that when it got above sixty three yesterday morning, and I looked at the uh, sixty five plus number this morning, and darn near dropped my false teeth. Youch! Uh, world <laughs> world markets Asian rim, except for Hong Kong, mostly off by a little bit at the close early this morning. Hong Kong had a pretty good day. Over in Europe, they're looking at our futures and going, "Uh oh, most of those are off by a little bit midway through their day." Uh, advice always needed, Philip, to stabilize and uh, maybe improve the returns on my retirement accounts. How do I find you to get that advice? Then give us a call at 863-382-0037. Hey, check out our website at statlerfinancial.com and then join us every weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And, of course, back here again tomorrow morning live and direct on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. We'll catch you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. Thank you, sir. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I do thank you for uh, joining us today. Uh, I hope your week is off to a great start. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. If I can be of any service, please don't hesitate to give us a call at 863-382-0037. Have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care.